Hey there, Bills fans. It's your host, Jeremy Mountain, here with a little bit of Buffalo Bills news. A little bit of the uh, top five quarterback matchups of the NFL. Around the week 13, we're shooting live in the home studio in the Elmwood Village. You know what it is. Blue Mafia, Bills lovers everywhere united. Welcome back, if it's your first time. If it's not your first time, thanks for listening. You know you can hear me on audio. And you can find me on YouTube. Not a crazy show on YouTube, but hey. We're going to chop it down. We're going to get it into little bits. We're going to make three little little YouTube videos today in our one show. So, opening thoughts. Don't know why everybody cares about the Bills getting a dome or not when we play on Monday for super big game. Super Bowl? You want a Super Bowl? You want a dome? Get a freaking Super Bowl. Three teams out of all the Super Bowl teams with a dome in the history of 55 Super Bowls have won a Super Bowl. Three out of 55. Opening thoughts. A lot of crazy quarterback action around the league. Ben, not looking good. I thought he was going to have one last push, but he's done. Josh Allen, what are you going to do on Monday night? A lot of talk with the Dome. A lot of talk of a Dome. I used to be all about the Dome, but I could care less right now. I just wish that the team and the media and the fans and the mafia would just focus on what's next, which is the Patriots and Matt Judon, who I obviously, if you listen to me at all, read me at all at bluemafia.com, you know that I've been waiting for Matt Judon. So I'll kind of break down the game and the uh, you know opening second segment and then we'll do the typical weekly implications top five big time quarterback matchups that are going to have playoff implications so I'll split you off right there with a little preview and we will go directly into the Bills Pats preview So I'm not disappointed with the team yet, as I have been all season long, but this is going to be a test. I elected to go watch this game over at my dad's house with my mom and dad because I thought to myself, this could be it for the Bills if they stink this one up. This could be the height of this season for the Buffalo Bills. But on the bright side, big-time quarterback, big-time crowd, big-time matchup. The kid seems to turn it up when it matters. 
The team seems to turn it up when it matters. Obviously, the loss of Trey White is significant. But as I've stated on the blog and on Twitter, follow me at at Jer7Reg. But the Bills need to look at this season as a tribute to Trey White and not a funeral of the season along with this season for Trey White. And I think you know what I mean by that. It needs to be in a tributary, not like the river, but in a tributary type way that deems this season now we have to kick it up another level for our brother Trey. Now, I don't know how anybody can't get up after a loss like that. It will also be difficult to stay up if one of his replacements fails. And he will, because every player fails. And you're not used to seeing Trey White fail, typically. So get used to seeing some failure on the edges here and there that you might not have seen before uh, just to set some expectations, especially this week because Mac Jones gets the ball off quickly. I've seen many charts and many statements made about Mac Jones. Mac Jones. That all he does is throw short and... All he does is check down, doesn't throw deep. I think people are coming around. I've been kind of talking about him for a little while here on the implications and things around the league and looking towards the end of this season as soon as they got him. And as soon as I saw we were playing them twice at the end of the year, we got to be... We got to be tight against him. And now without Trey White, probably going to look at some zone. Not as much one-to-one man. Probably going to see some blitzing. But the problem is, is Mac gets it out quick. It's not only how long or deep Mac throws it down the field. It's snap release. How quickly is it out and accurate. How quickly is it out and accurate? Watch for that. Because Matt gets it out quickly, and he gets it out accurately. And he keeps a pretty cool head. You got to get up on him early, because we haven't seen him have to come back too much. He doesn't seem to have a fear to come back, but we haven't exactly seen him need to or have to come back much in his young, young career. And I think that if the Bills get up early, stay up, they can win this game. Now, I have full confidence that the Bills can do that. I have confidence they can get up early. Excuse me, coffee. Early. But I also have confidence that the Patriots have the ability to get up early. And they also have the ability to run the rock. And they also have the ability to hit. 
and they also have the ability to stop the run. And if Brian Dable thinks that he's going to use Josh Allen as a fullback this Monday night, we might end up seeing an injury because he's not a running back. And if it's cold and wet and shitty, you don't need him to be a running back. And if that's all we can do, then that's pathetic. And that's on coaching Dable. So let's set those expectations. They need to get up early so they can stay up. And it's going to be difficult if that weather is as shitty as they're talking about to throw the ball, catch the ball. But I have confidence in Diggs, Knox, Sanders. Running backs need to show up. Brianna has never really played in this weather that I know of. Zach Moss, this is the type of game he needs to step up. This is the type of game that you get a Zach Moss. Thick, thick running back. Can give a little force. Can inflict a little punishment. It's what the Bills need to do on Monday night offensively. Now defensively, in order to win, I'm no expert prefer offense but as I've watched the game longer and longer as a spectator once again you sort of are a spectator when you first get into the game and then you strap it up after you play around enough on the side of the field you get on the field you learn and then you have to step off of it some people never step off and they become sideline coaches and then some people step off and they don't get back on and I haven't gotten back on yet, but it'd be fun. But I'll do that someday when I have a kid, probably. Um, probably get into coaching and stuff. But in that sense, I always have thought I'll probably end up getting into it. So I continue to study the game. And defense is something that I've sort of realized that if you know defense, you can do anything. And it's complicated defense they make it sound like it's very simple and everybody knows coverages but at the speed they're playing and at some of the disguising that they're doing at the highest level and the depth and the physicality it's incredible and the Patriots are like that and bottom line is we need to stop the run we need to get a little bit of a tip drill on Mackie Jones short balls we need to stop the run so we can stop the play action so the play action is ineffective and we gotta tip balls tip drill tip drill we gotta hit we gotta hit little Mackie boy we gotta hit the running backs Damian Harris, Brandon Bolden they have some decent receivers on the outside Kendrick Bourne Aguilar, a little bit of a threat deep, can't let him behind you but we'll probably see some blitzing, probably see some zone. It's good to see Tremaine Edmonds. I really think he's one of the best linebackers in the league. I've come around full circle on him. Didn't ever think that he was extremely great, but now I'm kind of like, wow, he's really good. Also, John Mechie from Alabama would be perfect for the Bills. They got to hit Mackie boy. They got to stop the run. It's going to be fun. We know that. 
Hopefully it's competitive all four quarters right down to the final whistle. I'll drop my final prediction for the Bills game. Um, in the shoot, I'm going to work Monday, so maybe I'll do it Sunday night. Or it'll be up before Monday, before the game. I'll give you my final prediction. And if you don't have time to read the article, you know you got my book it prediction uh, right before the game. About usually two hours, I always put my hashtag book it prediction before the game so corny i know that's why we do it baby have some fun in your lives we'll be right back on the other side with the top five quarterback matchups of the week see you later Alright guys, thanks for listening. We're going to do a little something special here in honor of uh, all the coaches that decided to leave. We're going to thank you viewers. We're going to do a little special NCAA here. Do special NCAA pick them. I'm going to tell you my thoughts here. We're going to do the MFL implications, but we're going to do some NCAA special implications. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I got a little prediction here. I'm hoping. I got some hopes. I hope Georgia takes down Alabama. I hope Cincinnati comes up short against Houston. And I hope that Michigan comes up short against Iowa, thrusting a victorious Oklahoma State over Baylor into the top four, along with Notre Dame on a rebound with their new coach, new vibe. Let's go. That's just my little special implications, and then we'll see what happens. We're gonna, we got the, we're live here, you know. We're shooting live. We're a little edit, but it's a little bit before noon. Those are my predictions. Book it. Hashtag book it. Papa. All right, back to the NFL. Top five quarterback matchup of the week. Thomas Brady. At Maddie Ice. Maddie Ice has been a travesty this year. He's a regular Cap Rooney. Cap Rooney alert making it in the top five matchups with implications. I just have implications here because it's like I need Kyle Pitts to do something in fantasy this week. In the money league, I need him. I got him in the flex. I need him to do something big. So I'm just hoping that they really air it out. And I hope that Matty Ice kind of... I mean, I've always... I've, I've hated on Matty Ice for several years. And I'm even rooting for Matty Ice to at least walk off with some dignity. But shame on them for not getting a backup. It's clear that they're going to need a backup. And he may produce more evidence for that today. And it's always implicative to see Tom Brady play. Because A, it's always fun. You can always learn a lot about quarterbacking when you watch him. And also, he could always get hurt at any moment, which would obviously have implications. Number two, top five quarterback implicative. Herbie Hancock at Joey Beggs Burrow. Chargers at Bengals. 
another one that has implications in my fantasy game in the Money League versus Brian. But also, Herbie, what's going on, bud? He is squarely bipolar Justin Herber. And that's no joke, you know, no joke on mental health. But the game style he is is very bipolar. He's up and down. He usually remains pretty steadfast. 350 rushing, a couple touchies. He stays pretty consistent statistically, but they rely on him, and he needs to continue to grow, and he will. But he has another young guy on the other side, which seems to make it a little bit easier for Burrow when he goes up against these younger quarterbacks that he almost is a, you know at par with. And Burrow is hot. They're winning. I believe they've won two in a row. You know the rosters. I don't need to teach you. But that one's going to be interesting, I think. Uh, I love T. Eggins on the outside, one of my favorite players. Uh, number three, a couple of unsung heroes, as I have a Steve Burline throwback, borderline three-quarter champion. Might be Cardinals, I think. Probably St. Louis Cardinals. I didn't even look it up. You look it up. Take some guesses. Leave it in the comments. Heine at Carr in Vegas. Vegas. Heineke is freaking awesome. I don't care what anybody says. He's awesome. He's fun to watch. Derek Carr is kind of fun to watch. Whether you really want to root for him or you really want to see him fail, he'll do both at any given moment. Just a nice little unsung hero kind of matchup in the dark ivory toilet bowl in Vegas. The toilet bowl that shat out Gruden. Lamar at Big Ben. And this one has implications because it's an AFC matchup and it affects the Bills directly. Big Ben is going to tower over. And I thought it was funny when Bill Simmons, I believe, or maybe it was Ryan. Yeah, it was Bill Simmons who was kind of joking, but he was saying something that he was like, I don't know if the Steelers are just trying to get him hurt on purpose. (laughs) But Lamar needs to come back from a real poopy pants performance on Monday night. You've heard me last week said he's poopy pants. And Baker's fun to watch. He was not fun to watch last week. Baker was stinky. Lamar was stinky. Both stinky. So stinky. Lamar will come back, though. He will shine bright like a diamond. And Big Ben will ride off into the sunset and eventually get his jacket. And no one will talk about his cases, implications, special Big Ben Dennis Reynolds implications. Yikes. Not okay, Big Ben. I'm not a Big Ben fan because of the allegations and story behind him, kids. Look it up. Look up Big Ben and his dirt. Dirt alert. Nerd alert. Molar world. Mac Jones versus Josh Allen. Special Once again, I don't always put Josh Allen in the top five quarterback matchups of the week. Implications. But I had to do it. I had to do it. 
because it's Patriots week. I mean, this game, I don't remember the statistical anomalation and, 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 and analytics that I watch. And an, I watch analytics. I manipulate analytics. I report analytics at work in a marketing sphere played sports always trying to find statistical anomalies bottom line is this one's gonna be a fight it's gonna be a fight this one's gonna be crazy but it's gonna be crazy in all the worst ways all the ugliest dirtiest ways that a lot of Bills fans new Bills fans the new the new generation will say not judging any Bills fans we accept all Bills fans but I'm allowed to make fun of any Bills fan as that's some of the fun of being a Bills fan and going to tailgates is watching people and talking about people and some of the new Bills fans that are used to real pretty Josh and pretty digs and Beasley making nice little pretty catches. Better get the face shields on because there's going to be mud and blood and guts. That's what my dad used to say. You better be ready for the mud, the blood, and the guts this weekend. He'd say that. And that meant it's going to be shitty out, so you better be prepared for an ugly game. You don't expect your stats to matter. You got to win the game. And this one is a, we got to win the game. It doesn't matter about stats. It doesn't matter about a freaking dome. It doesn't matter about the percent chance of victory or winning the division. It matters winning Monday night. And we'll leave you right there, Bills fans. Stay tuned. Check out the football games today. We'll have this up in a couple hours. Probably about an hour, hour and a half. It's about noon right now. Oklahoma State, Baylor is about to start. Let's go. Bill's game. Strip club. See ya.